Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of the Putting Words to It podcast. Over the next couple of episodes, I want to help answer the question of what makes you think God cares? The first step to answering this question is talking about who God is. In episode three, we're going to talk about the character of God. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines character as the group of qualities that makes a person, group, or thing different from others. How is God different from others? How is he different from what we think or from, or from what we've been taught? Hopefully, when we answer these questions, we can start to actually believe that God cares. Let's jump in to episode three and tackle the question, what makes you think God cares? In order to know that God cares, we need to know and understand his character. You can't trust someone that you don't know. So let's get to the first step of getting to know who God is. I think first we need to realize that he made a way to be in relationship with us. Like he desired relationship with us from the beginning. When God created man, he loved him so much that he gave him free will. And when I'm saying him, I'm talking about you and me. We have free will. But in doing this, God knew from the very beginning that man would fall short and he would allow sin to enter into the relationship, therefore severing communication with him and God. God knew this, but he created us anyway. He created us with a plan in mind to be able to stay in relationship and gain relationship again and then to have a relationship for all of eternity. Ephesians 1.4 says, Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. His plan was Jesus. And Jesus was in the beginning. So he had a plan even before he created us. The plan was Jesus. Jesus' death, his burial, and his resurrection That was the plan from the very beginning. He set us up for success at the very beginning because he wanted to be in relationship with us. That's the first step to believing that God cares, understanding that he made a way to be in relationship with us. I think the next step is to believe and understand that his promises are to never leave us nor forsake us. This is one of my favorite promises, I believe. Deuteronomy 31, 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. That's in the Old Testament. But then and again, in the New Testament, he, the author of Hebrews re, uh, focuses on that in thirteen five, and he says, that the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I love it when a promise is stated in the Old Testament and restated again in the New Testament. I think that communicates that he was God of that promise then and God of that promise in the future. And the word tells us that he is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So if that was his promise then, it's our promise for today. I think we need to understand when we think about God's promises, 
that God cannot lie. Numbers 23, 19 tells us that God is not a man that he can lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said or will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? God is not human. He cannot lie. The word tells us that his word is truth. Like that is who he is. He is truth. So if he is truth, there cannot be lie in him. We need to understand also that his word created life. In the very beginning of the Bible, his word is what brought forth the, the earth, the water, the animals, the light, all of it. His word. So if his, if his word brings life and creates, then whatever he says has to happen. He cannot lie. It cannot be a lie. Those are his promises. So if he's saying, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's a promise. It's something that we can hold on to and we can hold as an anchor in the midst of the storm. So then we can say, you know what? It may not feel like God cares in this moment, but I know he does because this is the promise that he's given to me. This is a particularly important point to me because I've always dealt with the fear of rejection. Not knowing my biological father, being separated from a pseudo-grandfather figure who adored me, to then be um, in a home with a stepfather who was an alcoholic and was completely emotionally shut down and unable to show love. Not ever feeling valued or loved by a father figure set me up for a lot of issues that stem from that fear of rejection and not being loved and accepted. But to know that God, my heavenly father, promises to never leave me nor forsake me, that he is always available to me and open to me, loves me and values me no matter what. There's nothing that I can do that will turn him against me. He is for me. This gives me a peace and a confidence that no one else can give me, only my Heavenly Father. I never have to feel abandoned or rejected again. His acceptance is all-encompassing. I don't have to fear anything. I can rest in the fact that He will never leave me nor forsake me. The best part is that he is not a respecter of persons. Acts 10.34 tells us, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. Romans 2.11 says, For God shows no partiality. If God is not a respecter of persons and doesn't show partiality toward any one person or people group, then that means that his promises are for everyone. If his word is yes and amen for me, then his words for you are yes and amen also. This shows me that he cares because he sees value in all of his creation, not just a select few. Jesus came to make a way for Jew and Gentile, man and woman, 
blacks and whites, rich and poor, highly educated and the uneducated, the strong and the weak, the beautiful and the not so beautiful, the populars and the unpopulars, everyone. Jesus came to make a way for us to be in relationship with God. Men play favorites, but God does not. I don't have to worry about being picked last in the lineup when it comes to God. You know what I'm talking about. When you were in school and the coach made the popular kids the team captains and they picked all of their friends first and the good athletes first, leaving just plain old you in the last group. As long as you weren't the very last person picked, then everything was okay. But on those days that you were actually the last man standing, that was pretty bad. God doesn't do that. God does not play favorites. He loves all of his creation. So if he promises to never leave or forsake me and I can hold on to that, then so can you. Because his promise is for you too. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. How does this tell me that he cares? What does the, how does that even relate? Well, because when I read all of the stories throughout the Bible and see how the people in the stories were a hot mess, <laughs> and they missed the mark constantly, but God still used them. That tells me that since he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he can use a hot mess like me. And I am a hot mess. I've been reading through the Old Testament lately, and the story of the Exodus really sticks out to me. The children of Israel were a messed up people, but boy, do I resonate with them. God performed miracle for them over and over again on their behalf. I mean, leading them with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night had to have been a sight to behold. Not to mention waking up every morning and there being food on the ground for them to just pick and eat, not having to worry about going hungry. But they complained over and over again. In spite of them, God continued to show up and he ultimately fulfilled the promise that he made to them and they entered the promised land. Maybe it wasn't them, maybe it was the next generation, but it was the people of Israel that walked into the promised land. He maintained his promise. He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He will fulfill his promises. He will provide. He will guide us if we seek him. He has to because he can't lie. It's impossible. He wasn't looking for perfection back then, and he's not looking for it now. He's only looking for a willing heart. So as long as we give him that, then he will gladly step into our situation. He desires to be desired. Who is willing? That's the question I have for you. In closing, I hope that learning about God's character helps you better understand and to be able to answer the question, what makes you think God cares? If not for yourself, maybe for someone that you know that is asking this question, if we can fully grasp the character of God, it will help us understand that God cares. If we can remember that he made a way to be in relationship with us, that he promises to never leave us nor forsake us, that he is not a respecter of persons, and that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I hope that as you listen today, 
you were encouraged by the idea that God cares for you. He sees you right where you are, and He cares. The best part, because He cares, you can know and trust that if you reach out and seek after Him, that He will show up. He will not turn His back on you, my friend. He has not left you to fend for yourself in this crazy world. He has not taken His eyes off of you, and He has not removed His hand from you. Keep your eyes on the Lord and let Him show you that He cares. Thank you for listening today. Please check me out on Instagram at Putting Words To It and let me know what you think about today's episode.